What's going on, Charles Bootson? It is a beautiful day in New York City. So a couple of uh, little uh, homework items. Number one is uh, obviously if you have not subscribed to either the YouTube channel, SoundCloud, whatever, wherever you're hearing this, please do that. Number two is think of a uh, daily vlog name, daily vlog. We're going to be doing that. And a seminar in new york city that's going to be uh definitely this year um i was going to do in july and i just wanted kind of a bigger audience than uh signed up and to be honest it's going to be long term it's going to be free and i just want to get better at public speaking while interacting with obviously the people it's a lot easier in person uh, you get to meet some like-minded people that are also into the lifestyle instead of just you know the bullshit of uh, I like entrepreneurialism. I like to watch this on TV. The people that are actually taking action. Those are the people that I want on here. So what are we going to be talking about today? We're going to be talking about how you're getting treated. All right. So I'll talk a little bit about my past really quick is that I just wish this girl a, a happy birthday that I had a huge crush on in high school. She was probably probably one of the hottest girls in high school. She was tall. She was nice, blonde, very curvy. Um, just like an overall, just like, wow, she and she dressed perfectly, like just one of those people you're like, wow, she is hot. You know, like you just see her walk by like she's hot. It's not like like, oh, I'm going to think about it or eh, she's kind of trashy. It's like she just all American, just a good looking girl. And I'll never forget this. So she was two years younger than me. So she was I was in eighth grade. She was in sixth grade and I was friends with her sister. So her sister was in my grade. And, and by the way, before anyone says, oh, my God, she's in or no, she I was in eighth grade. Yeah. So she was in sixth grade. By the way, when you're in eighth grade, you hang out with people that are way old. I hung out with like girls that were tw in 12th grade. So don't get into this whole like, oh, she's in fifth grade. I was in eighth grade. OK, but that, that was the thing is that she um, got sick one time and I will never forget this. We used to talk on the phone and whatever. And there was one time that I told her I liked her on the phone. And that was it. That was the end of it. Like, in other words, she kind of distanced herself with me. She didn't really pick up my calls. And by the way, her dad used to play for the Rangers. So he was really intimidating, to say the least. Very frightening individual. And uh, I would have to talk to him because we didn't have cell phones. I would have to call the house phone. And the dad would pick up. And he's like, you want to talk to my daughter? Or this is even funnier is that I used to say to Janelle. Oh, whoops said the name whatever you wouldn't know um i used to say to the girl in my grade hey listen is your younger sister around <laughs> oh my god i felt so bad for her she just wasn't as uh, attractive however she got sick one time and i was like you know what i'm gonna do the nice thing i already wished her and and this is when i didn't know uh about attraction i didn't know how the male female dynamic worked I was in eighth grade. I just thought it was like you have a crush. But by eighth grade, people started, you know, making out and, you know, fooling around and whatever. So that was the thing was I sent her a card. And because she wasn't returning any of my phone calls after I said I liked her, I sent her a card. And I'm like, this will work. This is it. And then I didn't hear anything. So I called her like two days later and I was like, I was like, hey, uh, did you get that card? And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant to call you uh really really thank you thank you for it and i was thinking in my mind i'm like wow i'm like um that's weird like if someone sent me a card when i was sick i would call them immediately i would think it was a big deal and things like that and 
there was a couple other things that like she just she, st- she just started treating me not so nicely. However, I blamed her. Now that I was looking back at it, you know, like many years later, you know, so probably in college or, or after college, maybe not with that specifically, but this was a good example that I thought of. But I said, I allowed that to happen. I tolerated that to be happening to me. You know, you, you, you ever hear a story and someone says, yeah, they, you know, they pushed me or whatever. And, you know, like, I, I don't know, something where you're like, I would have said something. And the, and the person telling the story is like, nah, it wasn't a big deal. But you're thinking in your mind, you're like, they just disrespected you or they just said something about your wife or your, your children or your, your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your parents or something you really care about. Like, say, your religion or your business or your friend or whatever. I don't know. Think of an example that of something you really care about. Someone talks shit on it. What do you do? Do you, t- do you say anything? Do you defend it? And I know now – you just listening to this podcast, you're like, oh, of course, yeah, I'm definitely going to say something because I am I am Mrs. Powerful. I am Mr. Awesome. But if I put you in that situation, I want to know, you know, you know what it's like? It's like you see those YouTube videos and someone, it, it's like one of those, like, what would you do? Just Google on, or YouTube it, I should say. Just YouTube, what would you do? And it's like this guy walks in and he starts saying all these raging racist things. And the guy is completely set up and everything is set up except for the the people in the restaurant and nobody does anything. But everyone that's watching at home is like, I would totally say something. I would totally do something. Or someone that, you know, like something crazy happens and someone says, I would have definitely kick the robber in the head i definitely would have taken the knife out of the hand it's like dude you're not in that situation you have no idea what you would do so that's number one number two is when i I actually had no idea where i was going with that (laughs) i i had no idea but looking back at it i noticed that what you tolerate is essentially what you feel you deserve in life what do i mean by that so why do celebrities or say CEOs or executives or influencers, why do they um, say reply or they do something and they're able to withstand pushback or controversy or feedback or whatever? And the reason being is that they've put themselves out there. So for them to put themselves out there, they had to have tolerated so much social pressure. You know, Michael Jordan, or anyone that has done anything so incredible in, in life, they've went through so much social pressure of their friends. Say you're Michael Vick is a perfect example. Like he wasn't able to leave his childhood friends behind. And then they got into, you know, he owned dogs and they did dog fighting. And then there was a whole controversy. I forgot what happened. Maybe he got, you know, banned for a year or whatever. But his whole reputation was ruined. And it's like, dude, you went through all the social pressure of people telling you you can't do it. Your parents, your friends, society, uh, the Internet is telling you you can't do it, but you still hold on to the past. It's like you got to leave that behind for you to get to where you want to go. Number one. Number two is as you're getting there, you're going to start realizing that people say you start something new. And I'll tell you right now, I've started a lot of things. new. Self-development is one of them. I don't know anyone in self-development. I don't I, like. I don't know anyone that reads. <laughs> I, 
I, I, I know people that uh, love cycling. I know people that love to eat well, that, you know, uh, exercise. But I don't, you know, and maybe that's my fault. I, I'm not really reaching out to all of the people in self-development that I should. I'm not reaching out to the influencers that are super positive, super outgoing, energetic, optimistic, enthusiastic, just those people. I just always want to be around them at all times. I don't have to be drinking. I don't have to be doing like escapism stuff of like watching a TV show or whatever because those people don't need it. But that's the thing is that when I started on this self-development track, and you guys have already heard me talk about this, is there was so much social pressure because I got social pressure from my friends that are like, dude, you're going a little too deep on your Instagram post. That's like, chill it back. Because on my Instagram post, I started saying uh, a bunch of like self-development stuff. Your skin is the biggest organ that you have. You should treat it properly. And if you have tons of sugar, it breaks down your skin, which is all true. It ages you and things like that. Then I would, and So I got that from my friends about my social media. I started, I was embarrassed by my YouTube. You know, I started saying I would only share it on YouTube and look for you guys, the people, the real audience, the people that are really into this. And then the third thing is my parents, like, Charles, you're working too hard. You're going too fast. Slow down. Don't, don't worry about it. Um, success will come. Things like that. Like, or, and I, I got a message recently from a guy, a, a friend of mine on a video that I posted, you know, a couple of months ago or maybe even years ago. Like I, I, I never, I never saw vacations as like something that I, listen, you do you, I'm not, I'm, this is just myself. So this is what I said in the video is I don't see sitting on a beach as something that I can enjoy. It's just something that I'm not going to literally go to a beach and sit down for five days and just have plenty of pina coladas i feel like that's a waste of time but that's my opinion i got from a friend i haven't talked to him in years i got a message that blew me away blew me away the guy literally just chastised me he goes how dare you say things like going to a beach i love going to the beach it's great it's entertaining if you work really hard and whatever and i said that i said awesome dude and then he started to defend it more well, if you go and you think that you don't need a vacation, you're going to burn out and da, da, da. And I'm like, bro, you live your life. I live my life. I would, I'm not friends with this guy anymore for many reasons. I haven't talked to him in 10 years. We're friends on Facebook, but he shot me the message. He's like, oh, I was looking at your videos and, and this is what I think of it. Awesome. Okay, cool. So you're going to get social pressure through that. And what I'm really getting at is, if you can't withstand this, and I already talked about it last week, of getting to a, a point of uh, being able to handle social pressure from friends, family, society, the internet, comments, messages on Facebook, then you're not going to be able to level, get to the level where whatever, whatever you tolerate in life is your standard. So if you tolerate comments coming back and you don't say you live your life, I live my life. But if you break and you say, you know what, you're right. You, you've set a standard that you're more of a people pleaser. And I'm not saying not be or malleable. But what I'm saying is when you set a standard for your and this is a standard in everything. What you tolerate for your body 
your mind, your money, your business, your relationships. You have a standard in every part of your life. You could have a sick body with a ton of money, but you have no one to love or no one loves you. You're a total dick. No one, nobody gives a shit about you. Or you could have, listen, I'll tell you right now, I would rather be about 80% in most areas than 100% in a couple. Because when I'm talking about most areas, I'm including you have money, you have relationships, and that's also business relationships, that's family, that's friends, that's maybe a spouse or a partner. That's also your body and fitness and also your happiness. You're pursuing things that make you happy. And I'd rather have that whole gamut. That's essentially what the BPI lifestyle is. It's the whole gamut of just like at least everything pushed to a level that you say, I'm going to keep on raising my standards and say my body. I'm going to keep on. And this is what's going to happen. You're going to have to make a sacrifice because when you start tolerating certain things in your life like hangovers, shitty food, people being late on you, people not handing in reports on time if you're a manager or your boss, uh, your body starts going to shit. If you start tolerating that, your standards go down. And if your standards go down, that means, excuse me, that means that not only are you really going backwards, but you're also including every area of your life or every part of your, your life to be included. Here's the example. In other words, I have sacrificed going on as many dates as I would like. I haven't put going out with girls and boozing and all of that jazz up front. All of my boys are in Montauk or the Hamptons or Mykonos. Um, they're partying. They're getting shit-faced. They're showing funny videos. They're out in, you know out on a boat or a beach or whatever. And I'm waking up at five o'clock to go biking with my buddy Jeff to also meet with a couple other people because I like it because that makes me happy. So I'm sacrificing the relationships would say be a Friday night of getting shit faced and spending money to wake up on a Saturday because I put that as more of a priority. So what am I getting at at this podcast? Number one is have your priorities set, have your priorities just overall like what is my priority in life and it changes getting shit-faced and and my body were my priority in college and <laughs> until like 25 actually 26 then i said okay let's let's handle this whole health situation then i started working on my finances so then it started deteriorating my um my relationships a little bit because I didn't have enough money to take out girls because they expected more and things like that. So like the whole priority thing is malleable. It's amicable. It's, it's, uh, it's amicable. <laughs> That's not the right word. It's, it's adaptable. So right now my priority is getting my business on just a, a an area where it's self-sustaining. Number one, number two is getting my health right. Number three is my finances. Relationship, unfortunately, is the sacrifice that I'm making. My dating life isn't as good as what I want. My relationships with my friends is not as good as what I want. However, I'm super happy. And listen, do I, can I be happier in my relationships and whatever? And at one time, what's going to happen is once I have my business on auto drive, I'm going to put my brand up there. But my health and my wealth will always go up there because if you don't have health, 
you don't have anything. You're going to be spending out of the ass. And you, if you don't have wealth, you're always going to be working. So those are really the two. It's always health. Relationship is going to come up there. Listen, I spend a ton of time uh, with my folks and my family. And, you know, that's my priorities. So it, it's a whole and I'll just go over this really quick is that whatever you tolerate in all areas of life is what you're going to get. That is your standard. Okay. Once you have your standard, you slowly start raising it. And then as you start raising your standard in health, you're going to notice you're not going to want to go out with a certain group of people because they eat like shit. Or you're not going to want to go out late night because you're not going to get a good night's sleep. Okay. That means you're putting your priority of health above a relationship with a group of people that you don't want to hang out with. So just understand that there's going to be a sacrifice and then adaptability as your priorities change. Okay. You get married, you have kids or you have a house or you have a business, you have, uh, you know, someone that's sick and, and money needs to go towards that. That's all adaptability in life. All right. So I hope this really, really helps. Um, we're going to start answering questions on the next podcast. So definitely leave that in the comments below. Subscribe to the podcast. Um, leave the questions anywhere. And what I'm going to do is from now on, I'm going to have a, um, I actually may video this, uh, but completely up to what you guys say is I'm going to go over what I feel and then go over the um, questions that you guys answer or ask me and then we'll just go over it. So have an awesome day. Subscribe, sign up for the uh, seminar and everything else. Love you all. I really appreciate everything. Talk to you guys soon.